Hello and welcome to episode three of the Louis P Nutrition podcast or radio. Um, so on the last few episodes, we have discussed energy in, which would be sort of your food and what makes up that in macros. And we discussed energy out, which is sort of the things that burn the calories that we consume. And we are looking at the consequence of that today. So body weight. So we're going to look at what is body weight and seven things that can cause fluctuations. So before we get into that, let's have a look at what actually body weight is or isn't. So let's be clear, first of all, body weight isn't your self-worth, your happiness, your personality, your competency, or your value to others. People often get quite emotionally attached to scale weight, and I think it's clear to, to establish at the start that body weight isn't a relation to anything to do with your value it's just a measure it's just feedback it is just data that we are collecting and the more that we can emotionally detach ourselves from the result of that scale weight the better relationship we can have with those scales so what is it well body weight is a combination of the actual weight of our organs bones muscles stored energy water and food still being digested Within that stored energy, we will have glycogen stores and also body fat stores as well. People often jump straight to body fat changes being the main contributor to weight fluctuations. And over long term, that can be really useful variable to measure um, and help us see different changes in our composition. But in the short term, actually, there's a lot more at play. So let's get into the things that influence our body weight or cause it to fluctuate on a short term. So salt is actually a really important one to look at. It is often an ingredient used in sports drinks because it helps us rehydrate. And with rehydration, it can help with the absorption of water. So salt in a meal can actually cause us to gain a lot of water weight. And especially if we're thinking about more of those highly palatable foods. So when we have a meal out that is really flavorful, that will usually have quite a lot of salt in it. So that can actually cause our scale weight to go up with that having no impact on body fat levels. Another thing that can influence our body weight in the short term is DOMS or muscle damage. So DOMS is delayed onset muscle soreness. So something that you get after training or some exercise physical activities where you get just feel a bit sore, a bit achy. That is a level of inflammation and inflammation often means there's water there as well because it's swelling. So again, there's another thing that can cause us to gain weight. Uh, this wouldn't be a, to a huge amount unless it's really severe damage or really severe swelling. But on the short term, that can cause us to just hold a little bit more water. Number three, glycogen. So glycogen is just what our body does with carbohydrates, converts it into glycogen as a stored form of energy. So for every gram of carbohydrates you consume, you will store three grams of water with it. With it, So if we're looking at our body and we have got a great ability to store glycogen within the liver and within the muscles as well. So between them, we can store nearly a kilo worth of carbohydrates. So muscles, they say 400 to 800 grams of carbohydrates can be stored and within the liver up to about 100 grams. So if you are having a meal of like 250 grams, which could be easily distributed across those regions, that could be another 750 grams 
of water storage in there, which makes a kilo, even though we have stored 250 grams of carbs. And then we have just water in there as well. So that'll be a kilo or 2.2 pounds of weight gain with none of that being actually body fat. So there's another thing that can cause us to gain weight. Uh, another one is intestinal weight. So think about in the morning, if you haven't been to the toilet, this is why we encourage people to weigh first thing in the morning just after they've been to the toilet because that's actually just weight stored in the body that isn't body fat that's just sitting there ready to be expelled and that can be misleading to us as well so with weighing we have consistent measures so first thing we say is first thing in the morning wearing the same thing or nothing at all after you've been to the toilet that is probably going to give us the most consistent um, measurement moving forward another thing that can influence um body weight is hormones so cortisol is often one because it interacts with receptors that help regulate fluid balance in the body so high levels of cortisol can influence that and cause us to hold a little bit more water and for also females their menstrual cycle as well so they'll know at certain points that they will retain or feel a bit more bloated and usually around their period they'll be a bit heavier um, this is why we encourage women to compare like their weekly average of week one of their cycle with their next week one of their cycle just because that gives us more consistent variables there's no point um or it can be very misleading to compare week one of a cycle to week four because some women can gain up to a few kilos at different points in their cycle that will just be down to water weight retention so again it's just mainly down to um increased water retention and not down to gains in body fat lastly there can be some influence day to day by uh, energy balance so if we are looking at long term energy balance is actually really influential on body compositional changes so that could be gains in muscle loss in muscle gain in fat loss in fat so over long time over long periods it can be really useful to help us see what changes are happening with the body and energy intake over long periods so we're talking weeks months years um in the short term it is very unlikely or a very small amount of fluctuations could be down to weight um to energy balance sorry so if we are looking at an example here a pound of fat is around 3500 calories which is about 0.45 kilos um so if we were looking at the average person and they burn or expend their expenditure throughout the day it's say between 2000 and 2500 calories per day to gain a pound of fat or the potentially gain a pound of fat you'd have to consume an excess of 3500 calories so that could be 5500 calories or 6000 calories which is a lot of food and even if you do consume that i say potentially gain a pound of uh, purely fat that would be assuming that it's all absorbed that some of it isn't being stored as glycogen and um, that we don't actually become more active as a consequence we know that if people are overfed some people their activity levels aren't affected but other people subconsciously or consciously just feel more active so they 
expend more energy to almost compensate with that. However, 3,500 calorie example there for a pound of or potential pound of fat gain is quite a extreme example, so to say. Most people will overeat if they do by a smaller amount. So considering that we could be overeating on top of our expenditure, so again, using that example of 2,000 to 2,500 calories per day expended through physical activity, bodily functions, um, digesting, absorbing food. If we're consuming more than that in 500 to 1,000 calories per se, the potential for fat gain decreases again. However, again, with everything that we do, these little things can add up over long periods of time. So if you're consistently eating more calories um, over a long period of time, those potential 0.1, 0.2 pounds per day add up over a long period of time. And same with weight loss as well. We're not just looking at having one big deficit for one day. We're actually looking at how can we manage this over a long period of time. So those 0.1 pounds over a certain period of a day or a few days all add up over weeks, months, years to get to the weight goal that we want to. So hopefully that has made changes in body weight a bit more clear for everyone and actually explained what could be at play instead of immediately feeling the jump to I've gained weight and linking that to gains in body fat. So just to clarify and summarize, we've covered today what weight is and what it isn't. So it is a weight of our organs. So just to summarize, we have covered today what body weight is and what it isn't. So what it isn't is a measure of your self-worth, happiness, personality, competency, or value to others, but it is a measurement of what our body weighs. And that is a combination of bones, muscles, organs, stored energy, food being digested, water, and also composition of like body fat as well. Things that can influence that are things like salt, DOMS, glycogen, uh, food being digested, hormones and energy intake can influence that as well but when looking at slight changes in body weight taking a more rational view can be really useful so instead of going what is the one thing that could be influencing this having a look at all the things that potentially influence that over the last few days or in the last 24 hours especially i hope you have enjoyed today's recording if you have please let me know if you have any feedback i am more than happy and welcome and wanting to make these a lot better so please do let me know and I look forward to speaking to you on the next episode.